when's the last time you were able to network with your peers in the healthcare industry? Well, now is your chance. Join us this April with over a thousand executives at Becker's 13th annual meeting to hear C-suite discussions around consumerism, the nursing workforce, value-based care, and a lot more. You can register using the link in the description. We hope to see you there. Welcome everyone to another Becker's Healthcare podcast. I'm Mariah Muhammad with Becker's Healthcare. I'm thrilled to have with me today, Dr. Chad Tevin, plastic surgeon and clinical assistant professor of surgery at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Doctor, it's so nice to talk with you today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am so glad to have you with us today. And to begin, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Sure. Well, again, thank you for having me. My name is Chad Tevin, and I am a reconstructive microsurgeon at Northwestern Medicine. Uh, I've been at Northwestern for approximately one year, and my clinical practice focuses predominantly on cancer reconstruction and the reconstruction of complex defects from head to toe. I also offer surgical treatment for lymphedema. Prior to my recruitment to Northwestern, I was at Mayo Clinic for my first few years after training. In addition to my clinical responsibilities, I have roles within uh, the Department of Biomedical Ethics at Northwestern Medicine, and I'm one of the lead uh, physician clinical ethicists at my hospital, a clinical researcher, uh, an educator for uh, residents and medical students, and also I work with the Mansueto Innovation Institute. Finally, I recently uh, received my MBA from the University of Michigan Ross School of Business. Wonderful. Congratulations on that. And to begin with the real first question that I have for you is what are your what are the biggest issues you're following in healthcare headed into the new year? Sure. One of the critical issues that I'll be watching closely over the next 12 to 24 months is changes to the healthcare workforce. And as we all know, the last few years have been particularly tumultuous for healthcare workers, in large part due to COVID. And this has led to high levels of burnout, reduced job satisfaction, and it's even caused many employees to seek employment opportunities outside of medicine altogether. And from this, organizations have all also been negatively impacted, particularly with respect to difficulty with recruitment and retention. I expect that organizations and healthcare leaders are going to allocate significant time and resources toward improving the experience of their employees in the coming year. The strategies, however, that will prove successful, I believe, remain to be seen. Some other important issues that I'll also be following include changes to reimbursement models, and specifically with respect to the implementation of value-based care on a broader spectrum, the emergence and implementation of new technologies such as EMR, imaging, novel drug therapies, and artificial intelligence, as well as the prevalence and consequences of continued inequities across the U.S. healthcare system. And hopefully, we'll start to see increased attention um, toward potential mechanisms and strategies that uh, are aimed at reducing health disparities uh, and ideally will eventually uh, lead to the attainment of equitable health. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that information. And with what you're doing right now in your career field and what your organization is doing, what are you most excited about? And also, what is making you nervous? Well, that's a great question because there are things that I'm simultaneously excited for as well as nervous about um, currently at at the present time and also as we think to the next few years down the line. One area of excitement involves the myriad efforts that our organization as well as organizations around the the country and world 
uh, are taking to develop and harness new technologies, novel therapies, as well as improved models of healthcare delivery. One area of particular excitement to me uh, involves artificial intelligence. And as it stands, researchers, scientists, developers, and clinicians are already making efforts to harness AI's potential in unique and powerful ways. Indeed, numerous use cases already exist that make, the, make use of machine learning algorithms, deep learning models, computer vision, robotics, natural language processing, and much more. However, I believe that the future use cases will supersede the current utility uh, of this technology. And I'm very excited for that because I think it's going to allow for breakthroughs in diagnostics, therapeutics, as well as research. However, uh, I'm simultaneously nervous about these and other technologies because their use might invite unintended or unforeseen consequences. Some of these consequences are predictable. Some, however, are not. For example, in the case of uh, artificial intelligence, many ethical issues arise. And some of these ethical issues include uh, ensuring the technical robustness and the safety of the tools, uh, data-related issues such as privacy, security, and governance, concerns regarding patient autonomy and informed consent, concerns regarding fairness, non-discriminate use, as well as the potential for bias with the use of learning models, transparency, explainability, interpretability, and much more. Thus, as we move forward with these new technologies, I believe that we have to take an active and concerted approach to address and mitigate these risks preemptively so that we can develop, assess, and ultimately implement these technologies in the safest way possible. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much for that information. And before I let you go, doctor, the last thing I want to ask you is, what will the most effective healthcare leaders need in order to be successful in the next in the next two to three years or so? I think over the next few years, healthcare leaders are going to need grit, passion, creativity, resolve. But most importantly, I think that they're going to need empathy and to take an empathic approach toward patients as well as uh, the employee workforce. I think that healthcare leaders are going to need grit and perseverance and passion to continue to lead their organizations through the challenges that we're currently facing and will continue to face over the next few years in healthcare, such as the continued fallout from COVID, staffing issues, burnout, uh, burnout reduced operating margins, and much more. I think that executives are going to need to steer their organizations and their employees through these issues, despite the protracted course that we've all been on over the last few years. And to do this, leaders are going to have to be creative in order to create or develop novel approaches and strategies to delivering high-quality care while simultaneously reining in or reducing costs to the extent possible. This is going to require probably new ways of thinking, new thought processes, and new ways of implementing technology in practical and effective ways. But at the end of the day, I believe that the most essential attribute of successful and effective healthcare leaders is empathy. Leaders are going to have to prioritize patients and their families in the care of patients. And we have to remember that while healthcare is a business, ours is a business of caring for individuals and their families. In addition, continued investment in our employees in an empathic way is going to be paramount. Many employees, as we've already discussed, continue to suffer from burnout. Leaders ought to take an empathic approach when attempting to buttress recruitment and retainment strategies, focusing in large part 
on what is important to employees across the various levels of an organization, whether this concerns progress related to compensation models, personal and professional growth opportunities, efforts to improve job satisfaction, like allowing for job crafting, efforts to improve and increase inclusivity, and much more. So I think the next two to three years uh, will be a very interesting time, but there's also significant opportunity to improve healthcare around the country. And I'd like to thank you for this opportunity to take part in this podcast. I've enjoyed talking with you very much. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on and thank you so much for those final thoughts. Um, this has been an amazing discussion. And again, I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare. And, I'll, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you very much. I look forward to that as well.